Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Really Good Chat where I divulge areas of my life even the non-PG ones. On today's episode I've got my very first guest which is super exciting and a bit daunting if I'm being honest. If you've been following me on my socials for the past year or so you will see that I have had a wonderful support in my life and that support is Julia Edwards. Yeah so thank you so much Julia for being here today. Oh thanks for having me I'm so excited Sammy. The point of this episode is just going to be Julia and I just talking about how we came to get to know each other and how impactful Julia has been on me and just other little things we can have conversations about. I would like to acknowledge the traditional customs of the land that this episode was recorded on, the Wajuk Noongar people. I wish to acknowledge their respect, their continuing culture and their contribution they make to the life of this city and this region. So Julia is a fellow tourist just like myself. We're only a day apart, which is really fun to learn. And she's studying psychology, which is very suitable of her personality. I do feel she's very, no, very a people person, very concerned about people's life and no, very interested in people's life, which I absolutely love about her. Well, would you mind telling a bit more about yourself, Julia? Of course. No, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. It's been such an amazing, you know, experience, like listening to it, even though we see each other every week and we talk about a lot of these things. It's just been, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I guess my background yeah I'm studying psych doing honors this year and hopefully doing masters next year and and becoming a psych after that yeah that's that's kind of my uni uni life at the moment Mm. (laughs) yes and you're always very busy every time I see you You always got something going something happening a new phase and currently is gardening so yeah that's always an adventure for you yes gardening I've realized maybe might be um a way to reduce like anxiety and thinking about life mm. you know pulling out the weeds is just like a great you know way to release stress or anger or any of those pent-up feelings so mm. would recommend love that. <laughs> and I'm sure people would love to know how you got in contact with me and how you you know found about disability support work yeah I mean it's an interesting one because I think like I never really knew much about support work. Like I never, I have my stepsister Elise who now obviously also works Mm. with you and hangs out with you as well. I knew that she did it uh, for work, but I wasn't really sure what that entailed or what that looked like. And I think a lot of people don't really know. And I think it does obviously vary from person to person, but it was something I was really interested in because I love hanging out with people. I love getting to know new people. And I always knew I wanted a person orientated job. You know, I could never be an accountant Mm -hmm. or an auditor or something where you just look at computers and numbers all day. Um, So I looked into support as an Mm -hmm. app um, and I just made a profile, was scrolling through and was reading about the people in my area within, you know, 20 kilometer radius or something. And I saw this beautiful girl around my age and she said, you know, looking for someone to hang out with and do fun things with and, you know, just go on adventures pretty much. And I was like, um, 
this is the best thing I've ever heard. Like, this. Sign me up, please. <laughs> Sign me up immediately. And I think your profile wasn't active or it said you weren't looking for supports currently or something. It just was a profile. And I thought, oh, this girl looks amazing, but I don't think she's looking for anyone. But I might as well message. Mm. So I wrote like a bit about me and fair enough within like a day or two. You replied, and it, you know what? Actually, it might have been even a week. Maybe oh, well, I've actually still got the message. The messages. So we could definitely Yeah, I'll, I'll have a check of that one. It would be interesting to see what was the first message. Yeah, yeah, because I remember kind of giving up hope and me being dramatic. It might have been <laughs> a day or something, you know, but I lost. Yep. I was like, oh, yeah, she's definitely not looking. But you did reply and was so lovely and we had our first meeting very, very quickly. Mm. I think I came over here. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, we just got on like a house on fire straight away. Definitely. Because like- I remember asking you when we – must have been like a few you know, times we had hung out. Think, oh, like, um, do you know anyone who has a disability you know, in your life? And I was, like, really surprised when you said, no, nah, no, nah, I don't, you know. Yeah, I was just really, like, so I'm quite surprised just because you were just, like, really natural. Didn't really think much of, like, you know, the support that I needed. And it was a really big deal for you to actually, like, have to support me in the way that I require. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was really quite um, <laughs> you know, impressed. Yeah, I remember when you asked the question, do you know anyone um, with a disability or do you have anyone with a disability in your life? And I was literally speechless for a few seconds because I was like shit 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 is this a test like (laughs) is this my like how inclusive (laughs) is my group like my social circle I was like panicking I was like oh my god do I do I I was like no I don't think so I have a uh an uncle like uh, on the other side of the family you know ah but like I don't hang out I don't know I don't know him very well and then you were like oh no I'm just asking because you're so like relax but it's funny because I don't know what your experience with other supports have been mm. like that would actually be interesting to know because I can't imagine acting any differently like it's just yeah, yeah. well I guess that kind of goes on to maybe an area we can talk about I have previously been in an organization who kind of put me into a box I, I was I guess I was very specific about what I wanted and who I wanted mm. and at age demographic I wanted. Yeah. You know, it's my prerogative as Britney Spears says. So it was like an agency that provided you with supports where you didn't have much of a say, wasn't it? Exactly. But then later on I spoke up a little bit more and was more willing to say I don't get along with them. I want someone mm. who is not this way or I don't really feel comfortable with this. And, yeah. you know, that's absolutely okay to do. Because what was the, the kind of vibe of the people that were being sent by the agency? Yeah, it was more um, air quote support worky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very professional. Like more impersonal. Yes, yeah. yes, more impersonal, exactly. That's really not what I'm after. Mm. Some people really need that. Some people really need those boundaries, but I think I'm okay at boundaries with support workers, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not like calling up at 2 a.m. and saying... <laughs> I need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So So there's like that clinical not allowed to see someone on the weekends or not allowed to message them outside of work, like very rigid rules. Yes. Yes. And and there might be, you said like some of them are a lot older and just didn't click. No. Because you're not, can't relate. No, exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. There were definitely some great support that I had within the Mm. um, organization, but, you know, it's just really not the same freedom as I have Mm. with 
being private and you no know, ru- basically running my own show yeah. um, and you no know, hiring who I want to have and and but- firing who you don't want to have <laughs> exactly <laughs> the hard thing about that is that it can sometimes feel like a revolving door so supports tend to come into my life then leave after a few months or a year or so in saying that I do select my support from like a pool of young students you know since they are so flexible with their time which means that they will find employment in their chosen degree or what they're studying but in regards to supports I feel that referral is the way to go for me Julia has referred three awesome ladies that I've gotten on so well with because she knows me well and obviously she knows her friends well and so it's like a basically like match dating kind of yeah. thing <laughs> yeah well it's funny because I know you like you said and I know the friends so it's really easy to know who will match up with who and it's so nice to see when you guys come together and I hear really positive things from them and I hear really positive things from you and it's like yes like I've set this off it's a little like tick everyone's happy everyone's hanging out and yeah it's such a good feeling isn't it yeah no it's been so good having the the ladies, the chicks, the the people. The um, girls. The girls. They've all been just such perfect picks for me. Yeah. Yay. So thank you. No worries. And of course, I'm super happy and excited for them. But it's always that kind of a bit sad when I won't be seeing them as often as I will, even if they do remain in my life. A bit of a tough one, but no, I, like majority of the time I still are friends with them, which is really lovely and no, a part of part of their life part of my life um but you know it's just you know it's always tough not seeing them as often um especially if they were a frequent support it's a tough tough transition yeah if i want young cool hip (laughs) um supports i kind of have to be be prepared for that Mm, i'll take that as a compliment (laughs) i'll add that to my linkedin definitely young cool hip (laughs) yeah quoted by sam It's, I think a lot of people have been kind of asking, especially, you know, we've been posting TikToks together about accessibility and going on our adventures and going to the beach and stuff like that. And a lot of people, especially on my TikTok, are always asking about, oh, you know, what, like, what is your job? Like, what do you do? Because it just looks like, well, it's doesn't just look like we are literally just having fun going to the beach hanging out getting food doing all the you know going shopping yeah copying each other or me copying sam when she buys new amco beauty (laughs) products and then i just need to have whatever she has um but they yeah i guess they don't really understand that that is literally it you know Mm. that that's you, you just hang out, you just have fun together and they're really curious about it. I don't know if, if when they imagine support work, maybe they have some sort of template mm. in their mind, you know, but, yeah, we genuinely just try and think of what adventures can we do next, next. and yeah. how can we push it. Absolutely. And, like, oh, step, step out of the comfort zone. I'm all about that. What's uh, been your, like, favourite would you say favorite adventure over the last year? You gotta say broom. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit of a spur of the moment kind of yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah, I think we we're like what book two weeks before flying out. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, no, but that was definitely really good. Cause I didn't think I had been away um oh god, for ages. 
I think 2015 without mum that was um and that's why too long yeah <laughs> yeah but no it was really good to get away enjoy broom enjoy the beautiful weather up there yeah and it was pleasantly surprising with the accessibility in terms of the beach because we could just drive on and then yes. the sand was like hot and flat and perfect yes. for the wheelchair not not really great here in perth um mm. for beaches and driving on but i think down south there's a few aren't there mm. esperance yeah, is so. yeah might be the next might, yeah might be so stay tuned for that one guys it's for on the, the cards exactly <laughs> Before meeting me, did you have any pre-assumptions about disability work? Um, I think I didn't really have an understanding of it much at all. I guess what I was picturing when someone would say support work or carer, I would just picture maybe someone, yeah, in the wheelchair, like a child who can't communicate or, you know, just very arbitrary ideas. Mm. But because I hadn't had the experience, I didn't really know what to expect. So when I went into it, I think it was actually a really eye-opening experience. I'm really, really grateful for you to let me into your life and Mm. and show me the ropes. But, you know, we often go about our lives and, and live in this bubble, surround yourself with people who have a similar life to yourself. Yeah, just live in this little world of your own without taking much in in terms of other people's experience maybe who you know don't share the same kind of lifestyle or mm-hmm. don't have the same kind of like mobility or access to things or socioeconomic status so i think yeah it was a really good area to kind of get into to snap myself out of that little selfish bubble and see what the experience is like for you particularly i think the first thing was the accessibility issue that that we do have in perth mm-hmm. you know the amount of times that we'll go somewhere and it says, you know, accessible on the website and then you get there and it absolutely isn't. And obviously, you know, people are lovely and they say, oh, we can just help lift the wheelchair Mm. up. But that's not the point. You know, you should have access (laughs) without that. So just things like that, absolutely exasperating to see and you don't realise it until Mm. you're friends with someone who's a wheelchair user. and then obviously the second thing as well is like when we go to Chemist Warehouse or wherever, you know, sorry, not, not to bag them out to any retail. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan of Chemist Warehouse. Though. We love Chemist Warehouse. Um, but people might automatically start talking to me because I'm not in a wheelchair and that mm. does not make any sense because they clearly have an assumption that because you don't have the physical mobility that you can't communicate or you don't have the intellectual capacity, they just make that assumption and they go directly to the person who's standing next to you. Yes, yes, it happens far too often. And, yeah, and, like, even if I ask, you know, the person a question about, you know, a top or whatever, um, you know, they automatically don't make eye contact with me. Yeah. I'm like, I swear I'm not that scary, you know. <laughs> I'm, I might bite a little bit, but, you know. And then the fact is, you know, when I um, do get, a great customer service or um, just someone who actually talking directly to me, I, I'm always like, oh, my God, that was a great experience. So they actually talked talk to me, yeah. um, which is really quite sad that we actually even have to acknowledge the fact that it was a great experience. I mean, it's great, but at the same time, it's really sad that we're at that point where we have to celebrate the bare minimum that, yes. that should be, you know, existing anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just yeah. – it's. 
it's just frustrating and we do have a long, long way to go with um, accessibility and, you know, treating treating everyone equally. Yeah, um, that's why I think it's so great that you have started this podcast and the Willy Good Chat page on Instagram because, you know, you, you talk about the things like do's and don'ts of how to speak to someone in a wheelchair or you know, really sounds so obvious, but people still need a post about it. Yes. Instructions. Right. (laughs) Just things that you think wouldn't need to be addressed. Uh, I guess it's more common sense. Would you say common sense? You'd think so, but people like. As long as people are open to understanding and understanding someone else's point of view, learning about it, and, you know, they might just come from a place of ignorance because, unfortunately, they weren't mm. educated about it by their parents or at school or they don't follow the pages on Instagram. But some people are open to it. Mm, and, definitely. you know, it's not their fault, but yes. something needs to happen, which is why it's good that you've started. Yeah, well, spreading you know, and like I've always said, like, as long as, like, one person's view or um, perception of someone with a disability has been changed. I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not you know, dreaming for the whole world to change. I mean, that would be great. But um, as long as one person's you no know, idea of someone um, with with a small difference. Because yeah. um, even they can then go and challenge other people's yes, ideas about it too. And exactly. it kind of spreads. Yeah, like a little domino effect. Yeah. Definitely. In a good way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so... Should we talk about the first time we hung out? We first met. I think we went for a coffee mm-hmm. for brunch to Applecross. That was our first mm-hmm. that was our first meeting. And I just remember like I was nervous in the sense that I've never done this before and I've never like collapsed a wheelchair or, you know, put on the brakes. I mean, that mm-hmm. was probably the only new thing that Mm -hmm. I had to do but I was just so keen to just get it right and Mm. you know not to completely fumble everything but I remember you were so patient and like explained everything to me three times over and you never got you know impatient or (laughs) short you were always just like really kind and I was doing you know stupid things forgetting things but yeah you guided me through and it was so easy so chill I don't know if my previous experience at work has been bad or (laughs) like (laughs) if you were just being really nice but it was just like comfortable immediately it is quite hard to actually have that instant connection and feel that instant no comfortability with someone so quickly and I definitely feel like that that just really was so natural it wasn't definitely wasn't forced uh with with our relation that's what I feel well you made Uh, it easy (laughs) I think it's been absolutely amazing because I feel like I have within the past year I've definitely like done so much more than I have achieved in a, in a year, um, which you know kudos to you. <laughs> it's all you. It is all you. <laughs> um, yeah. So and that's been amazing. So you know from from just like from encouraging me to do Lifeline to um, you know going on a trip with two broom, it's just like an added extra to how um, impactful your relationship and like your friendship is to me and vice versa I think it's really great when you meet people who really kind of better you like you can feel yourself Mm -hmm. growing and developing and they always say you know surround yourself with people who open your eyes about things or, or educate you about certain topics and yeah I think that goes 
for anyone that you invite into your life. And I know you're very selective with who you do open up to. And like, that's why this podcast is so special because you're inviting everyone into, into your life. But yeah, support is it's so personal. Like, you know, we really get to know mm. everything about each other and, you know, you spend a lot of time together. Mm. So you've got to make sure you like each other and, you know, you do, you do grow as a person. And I feel like we, we definitely both have yeah. a lot. Speaking of growth, I feel like I have really grown in regards to my lifeline journey. Mm. And that is something that you, Julia, have really kind of, well, sorry, really pushed me to apply for mm. as I was really hesitant due to my previous experience of the lack of flexibility shown by other workplaces and other organizations yeah. so I definitely was a little bit hesitant about applying yeah I remember obviously when I first met you it was just like a no-brainer to me when you said that you'd done your social work degree and after you know even hanging out with you once I could tell that you're such a great listener. You're so gentle. You're so kind. You know, you always really support people in whatever they might be going through and just make them feel heard, which is such an amazing quality. And yeah, I immediately thought that you'd be really good at Lifeline. So I threw that in your face a number of times <laughs> until until you agreed to do it. Until I took the hint and I did it. And it's been so, so good actually um, you know, listening to the people who call up and listening to all their stories and supporting them. And it's quite a privilege to be a part of someone's crisis, mm. you know, mm. whatever that crisis may be. Like I feel very honoured that they would allow me to be a part of them to support them. Yeah, yeah, and, like, just being able to, you know, hear them and, and provide that comfort when they're at the lowest point. And and the fact that you've, you know, I've, I've seen that growth from the training, the first six or eight weeks or whatever it was, to listening to your first call to then mm-hmm. being on your first call. And, yeah, I've, I've seen how your phone manner with them has developed and it's just now so perfect and professional and you know even if you're not sure how to handle a situation that would never be visible on the outside so that's yeah it's been so great seeing you flourish oh thank you develop in that sense no it has been great and like lifeline as an organization have been really accommodating to Mm. me as well um you know in the fact that you know i need someone there with me and you know i had to Sorry, a little keyboard stand and a little mouse and it just makes my life so much easier and just gives me that bit of autonomy as well which mm. is what I'm all about yeah. um but there was no really like hesitation about the extra additional resources that I needed yeah they they've been great they really have been and I feel like you're definitely a bit of a celebrity like everyone just always says hi <laughs> like you're just like passing through and they're like hi Sam hi Sam you're like hi uh, who are Don't you again? <laughs> oh, that's a really, really good thing. So Julie doesn't know that I'm going to be talking about her in a more personal way. Um, so strap in there, Julia. But I guess it's important for me to really emphasize that from the start of our getting to know each other and right until recently she has never ever made me feel like a girl in a wheelchair or that I relied on her for help it was always so equal she never minimized my needs and she just she 
with always. So giving of her time and she's so generous to her friends. I honestly feel so lucky to be one of her friends and yeah I just really really hope she knows how much I appreciate her. So the first thing that comes to my mind is going to the beaches. I haven't been to the beaches in so long and I've been to two this year but I'm sorry but what that that is incredible so she can say that no it's it's all me no without her I wouldn't be able to go to the beaches I wouldn't have had someone there to support me and make it possible to be able to go to the beaches because you know unfortunately like we said the Perth beaches aren't the best even if something is difficult she's really good at navigating around the obstacles that may be set out in front of us as well as the beaches she just really pushes me she doesn't let me just sit on my bum at home she really pushes me to to push myself and not not get comfortable with being comfortable which is something that I'm all for but I guess sometimes it is hard to push yourself and you need that other person to push you no pun intended there so in that way she's just really showing me a lot and even from the very beginning when we started hanging out, there was nothing that couldn't be achieved. So it was only April last year that I went to Rottnest for the first time, and that is thanks to Julia. It's really crazy to think that one person can be such a positive impact on my life, and for that I'm so, so beyond grateful for her. Well, on that positive note, we might wrap up today's episode with you, Julia. Just thank you so much for being the first guest. It's been really, really lovely having you on and hopefully people learned something and felt like it was a worthwhile chat. Well, I felt like it was a worthwhile (laughs) chat. (laughs) Thanks for having me. And yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us blabbing on and on. (laughs) I mean, there's always more blabbing we can do, but we thought we'd create a bit short and sweet today. So if you guys want to check out my really good Instagram page, that'll be great. And anything else, if you have any further questions about this episode, just send a message and I'll respond or I'll answer it in my follow-up episode. Stay safe, everyone.